Running away from people now, 20, 10, and gone. Moniel, 67-yard touchdown run. I've got reporters' <laughs> notebooks older than Seth. Fonte was always soft. Can't uh, win on the road, they say. <laughs> DeVito pop pass, end zone, touchdown, and the ball game. DeVito in relief, wins it for the Orange. This is Orange Nation, brought to you by Charles Heating and Air Conditioning with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Alongside Seth Goldberg, I'm Stephen Fonte as we welcome you into a Friday edition of Orange Nation. Shortened show today. We've got SU Women's Basketball coming your way. Uh, pre-game starts at 145. Tip set for 2 o'clock between the Orange and the top-seeded Louisville Cardinals. We'll hear from Brian Higgins. He'll be on the call. Uh, Brian will join us here in about 20 minutes to preview the game, and then he'll take things over at 145. Leading up to the 2 o'clock tip-off. And then we've got our good friend Rick Beardsley, the four-time lacrosse All-American, set to join us at the top of hour number two to get you set for Hopkins and Syracuse. First road game of the season for the SU men's lacrosse team. The number one ranked team in the country, Hopkins, struggling so far this season at 1-3. and three. Your phone calls welcome at any time, 315-437-7644. As we start with some men's basketball, Seth, one game remaining on the regular season schedule for Jim Beheim and the Orange. They're on their way down to Miami to take on the Hurricanes tomorrow. It's a Hurricanes team that uh, is struggling, uh, is struggling, has been struggling uh, with injuries this season right at the bottom of the conference, near the bottom of the conference. It's a chance for Syracuse to, to wrap up the season with a win. And I, I think more importantly, uh, you and I both look at it as a chance to, to get the five seed and, and set yourself up for success next week at the ACC tournament or or do the best job you can setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I, I think that the biggest thing that you're looking for is to put yourself in the best position for to succeed down in Greensboro. What does that mean? What does it mean to be put in the best position to succeed? In my opinion, that means getting the five seed. It means, you know, getting getting the best possible seed that you can so that, you know, hopefully in theory you can have a, a nice easy game in, in game one and then go in into game two and and figure out exactly um, how to best attack one of those top four seeds in the league. Uh, you know, I, I still think, even with how well they're playing as of late, I still think Virginia is the best matchup for Syracuse. I still think that is the team that you want to play if you are, you know, looking at one of the top four seeds. Um, I, I think that Duke is a team that is struggling as of late, and maybe you can catch them, uh, you know, in a, in a good spot, and maybe you can handle them. So, you know, if you end up in that five seed, you're gonna, in all likelihood, get one of those two teams, and and I think that's kind of where you want to be. I don't think there's any question that of the the top four, that Virginia's the one that you want. You obviously already beat them, uh, and they play the style that you you know you're going to be in a close game, right? I mean, you know it's going to be close. Exactly. Whereas, you know, with the other teams. You know, Duke was relatively close. Florida State was very close. Louisville was not. But you, I don't necessarily you don't know for, want to face Florida State again. Well, that, that's my point. Is that the other three? There are no guarantees that you're going to play a close game against those those other three. I mean, if they play well, 
they're going to beat you. I mean, they're they're better than you. I'm not sure how much better Virginia is than Syracuse, and with that style of play, the game will be close. And, and again, I mean, it it's it's trending now toward. And I realize if the postseason started today, Syracuse would be the five seed. Duke would be the four seed. Um, but Duke's got Carolina, and Duke's at home for that game. You would assume Duke's going to win it. And Virginia's got Louisville. And again, if all things are equal, Louisville probably wins that game. You end up with Virginia as the four seed. Syracuse should beat Miami. Again, if form holds this weekend, so to speak, I think that's the best case scenario. Syracuse goes down as the five seed, you know, and, and as it stands right now, they would they would not get North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is is not one of the options. A lot can happen though between now and then. Only one game to play, but so much movement in the bottom half of the conference and in the middle of the conference. But it's trending right now towards Syracuse being the five seed, Virginia being the four seed, if if things go the way we expect them to go. And I think that sets you up for for success or or puts you in the best situation possible. You can avoid you know, Duke and Louisville and Florida State until the semis at the earliest. Maybe you catch a break. Maybe one of them gets knocked off, and and you can avoid them all the way to the finals. Again, I, I realize there's a lot of ifs there, a lot of hypotheticals, but but that's what we're talking about right now because the at-large situation is is very much off the table at at present time. Right. You you've got to go ahead and and run the table. You've got to go ahead and win. Uh, you know, your four games in four days. And so, what's the best route to do it? What's the best? Uh, potential path out there, and that is let's keep it easy. Let's let's go out. Let's beat uh, this Miami team that is is not having a good year, that has struggled with injuries, that has just uh, flat out struggled all season. You know, I, I think that they've just struggled at times this year. Go out and beat them, lock up the five seed, and get the most favorable possible path. That's not to say that it is a favorable path, but it's the best possible path. If you can avoid having to play all three of Duke. Florida State and Louisville, that's your best path to the to the, to the NCAA tournament. You would still have to beat two of them, but you wouldn't have to beat all three. Uh, right before we went on the air, Seth, I, I happened to be uh, looking at, at Mike Waters' article from from today, you know, getting you ready for, for Syracuse and Miami, and he does a great job with these, you know, always leading up to, to game time and what you need to know for the next opponent. And I don't know if you had a chance to read it today. Did you, did you have a chance to read it, the uh, the preview piece that, that he put out no. re- regarding Syracuse-Miami? Well, well this will be good then. Um so he has a, a note in here about Elijah Hughes and how incredible his his season has been. And right now, Elijah is averaging just a shade over 19 points per game. He's right at five rebounds per game. And he actually leads the team in assists as well. And so Mike looked back uh, over the course of you know the last 40 years, how many times Syracuse has had a player that you know, put up those kind of numbers, averaging 19 or more points, five or more rebounds, and leading the team in assists. Um only one other guy, the, the 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 most recent player to do it. Let let me put it this way: the most recent player to do it is Billy Owens in 1991. Averaged 23 and a half points, 11 and a half rebounds, and led the team in assists. Um, I take that back. I take that back. Um, Adrian Autry led the team in assists that season, so he is the he is the first player to do that in the last 35 years to lead the team in scoring and have. Five rebounds per game and lead the team in assists. Billy Owens came close, as I said, had over 100 assists that year, but Adrian Autry actually led the team in assists. Michael Benege came close, uh, 17.5 points per game, 4.5 assists, 4 rebounds, didn't get to the to the 5 rebounds per game. So think about that for a second. And I apologize to Mike for for butchering the uh, uh, the stat there, but that's what it is. He's the first player in the last 35 years to lead the Orange in scoring and assists and average 5 rebounds per game. Uh, Billy Owens almost did it. Michael Benege almost did it. 
Think, I mean, think about all the great it's players incredible. that have come through this program and, and what Elijah has been able to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. He's putting up um, just a remarkable, remarkable year. And, and, you know, think back to those seasons. You know, Billy Owens averaging 23 points and 11 rebounds was an unbelievable year. Uh, you know, Mike Benege that season was really good. And, and I think... Uh, you know, if, if I'm thinking of the right year, he he averaged uh, he scored in double figures every game and was that consistent player, much like Elijah Hughes was and and Billy Owens was. Um, you know, you you look at these uh, these kinds of seasons, and you know, you know, in a way, I don't know that you always appreciate them in the moment. You know, I don't know that you always look at these uh, and say, "Oh, right, he's having a great year." Oh right, he's he's doing some unbelievable things. Uh, Elijah Hughes is having an unbelievable year, and you know we talked about this yesterday with Griff. We talked about it, you know, earlier in the week. There's no reason he shouldn't be getting all the recognition possible. There's no reason why he shouldn't be getting, um, you know, more love and and more hype. The only reason that he's not is because they didn't win more games, and. You know, maybe if Syracuse uh, had won two or three more games over the course of the year, you're looking at Elijah Hughes as a a, a different kind of player, and he's on that Julius Irving Award watch li- uh, finalist list, and he's you know maybe a maybe the player of the year in the ACC rather than just a contender for player of the year. But uh, he's having a, a remarkable year, and there's no way around it. There's there's no. There's no denying that, even if you're not going to vote for him for the awards. Now, I know we've we've got to get to Brian Higgins here in a few minutes, and we're going to talk some women's basketball. So we'll revisit this at at about twelve thirty. But I want to get your thoughts. Um, so my my ballot is due. I've got to vote in the you know the ACC postseason awards, and, and my ballot is due noon on Sunday. And I I started last night kind of mapping everything out. Um, so the first team for me, and and I think it's the same first team for you, is Vernon Carey in some order. Carey. Mooney, Hughes, Trey Jones, Jordan Wara. Is that is that your first team as well? The, are those the top five players in the conference, in your opinion? Yes. In some order? Yes. Okay, so my question to you, and the question that, that I have for our listeners, and I, I love people to chime in at, at 12.30, um, what's the order of those? Because, again, the way the vote works in the ACC is that it's, it's weighted. So if, say, Vernon Carey is picked first on my ballot – I think he gets, you know, like 15 points. And then whoever's second gets 14 points. And whoever's third gets 13 points. And so on and so forth. They add them all up. And that's how they determine who lands on the first team, second team, third team. So you you vote for 15 guys, and they award a point value based on, on where you put them. So the order in which you put them is very important, is exactly. my point. So what what's my order? Is it, you know, the, the way that... Well, that shouldn't I, it be the same order as your player of the year ballot? Yes, it should be. So that that's that's where I'm going with this. Is that where you know where does Elijah fall? And I think for me right now, I mean the way that I'm I'm leaning strongly is he's second on my ballot. I think it's Carey first, and I've got Elijah second. So I was going to um, say I'd probably go Vernon Carey first, Elijah second, John Mooney third, Noara four, and Trey Jones five. That's probably how I would lean. All right. The way that I scribbled it down last night, just at my desk, uh, real quick, I had Kerry Hughes, Mooney, I had Trey Jones, and Wara flip-flopped. Okay. Um, but again, I mean... I'm not I, arguing with you. I'm, like it, it, We're splitting hairs yeah. there. And and I'm, I'm surprised because, you know, Wara, in my mind, has, has really dropped because I looked at him a month ago, certainly, maybe even a couple of weeks ago, I looked at him as is in the top three for player of the year. I thought it was, you know, it was him and Kerry and Hughes in in some order, 
battling it out for player of the year. And then, you know, he went through that tough stretch and he got benched and I, I've, he's fallen off for me. And, and so I've, I've got him fourth or fifth right now, but I, I don't think he's in the top three. I think Mo- Mooney has passed him. Yes. I think Elijah and, and Carrie certainly are ahead of him. And then I'm, you know, I'm trying to break the tie between Trey Jones and, and, and Jordan Wara. Um, but I, I think those are the five, and I, and I think we're on the same page with the order. But I, I'd love to get you know other people's thoughts on this. You know, Garrison Brooks, I think is is in the mix, but he's not quite first team for me. I think you know he had a fantastic year. I know some people brought up Diakite from from Virginia. Sure. I think he's certainly in the mix and strong consideration for him. Do you? He's probably a second team member. Do you you only put five right, or do you, you, you do put fifteen? You do fifteen in the order that you think. Okay, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm intrigued by how this works, and and I understand it's it's 15 uh, now. Um, you're mentioning when you're mentioning other players, and and again, this is not for first or maybe even second. Um, is Buddy even anywhere in your your list of consideration? And the only reason I bring that up is because. He is top ten in the league he in is. scoring. He, yes, and, he's uh, he's certainly under so consideration. Is, so is yes. he like if you have a list of say twenty or twenty five guys for your fifteen spots, like he's on the list. I, I think he's certainly under consideration. There are other uh, there are other categories. Most approved player. I think, buddy, you got to look at him strongly there. I mean, th- strong consideration for most improved player. Um, you know, the other things we vote for, there's an all-freshman team, so you pick your top five. There's a freshman of the year, player of the year, coach of the year, and then five for defense uh, and sixth man as well. So there's a lot to get to, a lot to lot to chew on, um, but I, I, you know, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Seth, and, and the thoughts of our listeners throughout the show. 315-437-7644. Again, the, the ballots are due this weekend, so I'm, you know, I'm going to spend the next couple of days kind of chewing early on some voting things. Early voting or no early voting allowed? Do you have to you can you okay. can vote whenever you're ready. You can, I mean, we can vote today if you'd like, but um, no, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna sit on it and, and vote over the weekend when well, I have more time to, to think about it. Well, see, I never understand the people who submit like the Heisman vote before the conference championship games are played it's like you, you know, know what, still though, a game there's still I, a I game get that. to play with football though with football you know you've got what 11 games at that point or 12 games yeah. at that point with basketball i mean we've seen 30 games like I, you know i don't think i'm gonna see anything this weekend and i'm like oh well you know this guy went for 30 so he's on my first team now no I mean, but we, if you're we, splitting gotta, hairs but if you're splitting hairs over who's fourth and right. fifth between Tor- jordan noir and trey jones it that's might fair. change your opinion that's fair and they both have a big game this weekend so that's a fair point you've got louisville taking on virginia you've got duke taking on unc so um so that is a fair point but yes i plan to to you know hold back on voting until sunday um but we've got noon you know until noon on sunday to to make that vote official all right we do have to take a time out when we return we'll bring on brian higgins who is down in greensboro getting set for the acc women's quarterfinal between syracuse and the top seeded louisville cardinals we'll get to him next and then we'll open phone lines after that at 315-437-7644 back after this on espn radio on Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. Our take on the day's top stories. It's today's business on Orange Nation. All right, we're brought to you in part by Drivers Village. We've got about 20 minutes left in the show, and then we'll hand things off to Brian Higgins for Syracuse Women's Basketball. The Orange taking on top-seeded Louisville at 2 o'clock in the quarterfinal round of the ACC tournament as we welcome in our producer, Tommy Hogan, for today's business. What's up, Tommy? I want to address yesterday's 
today's business. There's been th- some tension today that I want to uh, okay. get through. I apologize for saying that you're on the back nine. I was told that that was mean. That was a little, that was over the top. Wait, I don't, hold on, hold on. Who had to tell you that I was mean? As a respected member of the Syracuse media, I've I've learned to keep my sources anonymous, and that's what I will continue to do because my credibility is there. You have to trust See, me. See, I was going to do that. I was going to do that with the, the Rick Beardsley story. I was going to say that you should just go and say, hey, I heard this story no. one time that you blank. No, because in then, that case. And then when he was like, that, yeah, that happened. Who told you? Must you must not be a respected. A member of the Syracuse media because if you knew anything about how it works in the uh, sources game, Seth, you would know that with a source as good as John Desco, you want that on your label of the story, you know. But right. obviously, Seth hasn't. Uh, he went. He might have went to Newhouse, but he doesn't have the uh, cre- credibility and the credentials <laughs> that I do. I guess. It takes the story to the next level. Exactly. Say that John Desco well, tells me. Exactly. I was gonna lead. I was gonna lead with it that that that's how it went, and then I was gonna tell Rick after that who who told the story. We're saving it for tomorrow. It'll be listen tomorrow morning. Save it for the air, as they say. We will save it for the. It, will, it won't even be a Twitch exclusive. It'll make the Ooh. right. I guess this yeah. is your show, Steve. How, how dare I? Intrude on your show. Will this be a Twitch only, or will it be a uh, maybe? We'll on air. It might. Maybe we'll start Twitch only, That's and then if, if Rick wants to share said story okay. on the air, he can do so. That's right. what I was going to say. We'll Let's leave it up to Rick. There. Fun, but I apologize. All right. Do you mean You're it, my guy? Are you saying? I feel like there, there's some sarcasm. That's besides the point. There's a little bit of sarcasm. You understand that. I apologize for saying that you are on the back nine. You're not washed, Al Michaels. I don't apologize. He's washed. Stephen Fonny, wow. not washed. All right, well, he's 30 years older than me. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> okay. Some I, would say Al still has his fastball. Tommy's, he doesn't. Apology accepted. Jamie Moyer. Even he's if it is Moyer Even if there's some sarcasm, apology accepted. You like that reference? I did. All right, do you want to move on I'm now? Curious, I'm curious who it was who told you, who you were like, yeah, I guess you're right. I will keep my sources anonymous, but I was told that I was, it got mean. I didn't want it to get mean. It was friendly banter, guys being dudes. It probably hurt that we weren't all in the same room yesterday. It always does. I don't like it. I don't like you guys. Was that the last time you guys were leaving me on Thursday? Well, that was was the last Alan Griffin show. Alan Griffin show is fantastic. We may leave you for other reasons, but that's the last Alan Griffin show of the season. I I didn't like having to be uh, all alone every Thursday. It's a lot better when you guys are in studio. We can talk face-to-face. We can 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 shoot on the hoop here. You can get visual cues from people. Yeah, a lot lot easier. A lot less interrupting. Okay. So I apologize for everything. All right. We're Apology accepted. For we're, everything we're, we're, or right. just for yesterday? Uh, for, yes, for yesterday. <laughs> and just the back nine part as well. So not everything just even that. with yesterday, just the back nine part. You are not on the back nine. You okay. might be on the back of the, the front nine, Okay, but you're not on the back nine quite yet. I'm about to get a snack uh, halfway through. Yes. The drink Maybe you're, turn. You're, you're, you're pretty coming close. around. Yes, you're close to the get, drink cart. Getting you're a hot dog at the hot turn. Dog. Although, do you even eat hot dogs? Uh, once in a while. I do, Ketchup I, on them, right? Not, not a big hot I I go plain. Oh, and God. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put anything on, I put mustard on. Ew. Mustard, oh, huge gross. mustard, disgusting. Guy. Let's go, Steve. See, disgusting. we're back on track now. All right, good. I'm glad. Chemistry's back in I feel, order. I feel better. Let's go. Okay. All right. So the next step here, we have to address coronavirus as a show. All right. We have to make our official statement on on coronavirus. Do we think it's a fraud, or are we officially worried about the coronavirus? This. What do we think, Seth? It's bad. We're officially worried. I mean, I'm really? not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not freaking out over it. So it's but a fraud. It's, but it's not good. Steve, you're pondering it. Is it a fraud? I mean, the science people seem to think it's not good. So I'll take the science people. Uh, they have an agenda, but we'll this. get. 
They have an agenda. They do have an agenda, but... I always have to ask you for rules on these. So are you asking me my, my level of concern personally? Like, oh, yeah. for, for me... Yes, I, I'm. I'm personally not worried about it. Right, like right. I don't um, go through. I don't go through minute to minute saying I'm gonna get this. I'm paranoid. Like that's not who I am. I I am concerned for society because it's a thing and it's spreading and it it sounds legit. Um, Does it sound legit? For, yes. <laughs> my understanding of it is that for people with compromised immune systems or. You know, older people or I mean, it's it's really bad for people who are healthy. It sounds like you get the symptoms and it's kind of like having the flu and you and you get over it. But it's it's obviously serious. So I'm not concerned personally, but I um, yeah, I think it's it's something we all have to take seriously. Well, it was actually Seattle is one of the yeah. uh, hotbeds of it right now. That's right. And there was an, actually an employee at CenturyLink Field, the home of the uh, XFL. Yeah, this, XFL, is how, this is how pandemics spread. The Seahawks. You get one person infected in a stadium with 20,000 people, and all of a sudden 20,000 people are exposed. Correct, and it was a bad person to be infected. It was one of the concession vendors that is confirmed infected with the coronavirus. <laughs> Touching food and cups right. and straws. 22,000 oh. people at this game. Oh. They were actually hosting uh, the Dallas Renegades and... Eric Dungey. But there's that case. Dan Hurley and Calvin Hampson, Samson last night. Yeah, no few, handshake. No handshake. They fist bumped. Well, did, you see the, Hop? The, did you see Hop last night at Arizona State? They did uh, They did like an elbow. They were on elbows. That's yeah. what they're telling people to do. The Yankees, yeah. not, they don't want their players shaking hands with fans. A lot of MLB teams are doing this or grabbing the pens in the autograph. Yeah, they asked them to stop signing autographs from fans. There's only two confirmed cases in Florida, and, and we're doing this. There's 33 cases in New York State. Yeah, but Tommy, you don't know. People go down to spring training from New York. Maybe some Yankee fans made the trip from Westchester where there are all these people with it, and you don't want anybody getting sick. All these people, there's need, 33. Look, if some, look, if some Yankee, if some Yankee gets coronavirus, given their luck with injuries recently, it's going to be a worst-case scenario, all right? Gary Cole actually had a fever, so yeah, you don't want, that was... A little nerve-wracking. Look, you think he's got the That's flu. Next thing he knows, right. he has coronavirus. He seems like a healthy young man and turns out, nope, he's on the Yankees. Bad news. That would be very Yankees for that to happen. But as So as a show, we're going to actually say we're officially worried because I think I'm willing to put the F word on it and say it's a fraud. How, I think it's a fraud. Okay, so... so it's not fraud. How, no. how many cases do you think there are worldwide right now? A lot. I got the numbers for the U.S. There's 225 confirmed cases in okay. the United. We live in okay, the United States, have, all right? But, but we a, also live in like a very. World. We also live in like a very advanced country, uh, medically, technologically. Like we're very advanced. You're proving my point even more. I think. No, but what so I'm saying is that worried. around around the world there more are going to be a more than a hundred thousand people worldwide. Three thousand deaths. Fifty-five thousand people have already been discharged from the hospital. That's right. great news. It is, and and it's a again, fraud. Okay, it's, coronavirus is a fraud. I know oh you're, my God. you're saying it tongue in cheek. Coronavirus. See, no. this is where it's this, not a fraud. This is though. where I hate having this soundbite. Tommy Hogan never gets anything wrong. See, that's where I hate having that yeah. soundbite because that's that's wrong. You're wrong on this one. Everybody's taking it seriously. We got it as a show. We need to take it seriously. And so when we when we just you know hugged yeah, it out stop, there, quote, stop unquote, coughing in we here. We just we just did a little fist bump, and that we was did. the right thing to do. That was the right thing. So to that do. means I have to. If you, if I'm being outruled, majority rules two to one here. I will be officially worried because yeah. I'm a team player. You're, That's how you're, I am. You're, you're you're being overruled. We have to take the necessary precautions. I'm officially officially worried about see, coronavirus. Now, you uh, see that? Yeah, team player today. See, the funny thing is that before this topic even came up, 
Uh, Hale commented in the break on Twitch. He said, if to- if Tommy has COVID, you're all bleeped. I can't say the word. Coughing in, coughing in the air and stuff. Again, a word I can't say. Uh, he, 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 he called it. I mean, Tommy walks in the studio. He starts coughing it's everywhere. That's not true. And you just turned away from the mic to I cough. I a little itchy throat. You feel okay? That's what happens when you talk and you're a respected member of the Syracuse media. You have to talk a lot. You have to get your thoughts out there a lot. <laughs> you feel I okay? Have, I'm fine. Okay, did good. You, did I have an itchy throat. See, did you guys see yesterday? Did you guys see yesterday? I think this was one of my favorite parts of, of this whole thing. Um, because there's not a whole lot funny about a lot of people getting sick and then you know, potentially dying. But this one was where people are trying to create their own hand sanitizer because Purell is just selling out of every potential place that you could possibly find it. Yes. And so Purell also takes away the layer of skin that helps protect from the coronavirus. Yeah, not so great. it's doing the complete opposite of what people want it to do. <laughs> um, but so uh, so people have found like these home homemade recipes to, to make hand sanitizer. And one of them includes vodka. And Tito's Vodka put out a statement that was like, hey, please don't use our vodka for that. <laughs> Why? Like, it won't work. What? I think they just don't want people using it for that. Let's see if they had that's a, dumb. a good reason. If that's why people are buying You'd be able to sell alcohol, more, right? Yeah. Make more money. Bad move by Tito's. Tito's tells, Tito's tells customers not to use their vodka for hand sanitizer. Some people are... Uh, attempting to spread the uh, to counter the spread of coronavirus by making their own hand sanitizers out of rubbing alcohol and aloe. Per vo- but vodka don't do that. Quote per the CDC, hand sanitizer needs to include at least sixty percent alcohol. Tito's handmade vodka is forty percent alcohol and therefore does not meet the current re- recommendation of the CDC. End quote. Tito's vodka tweeted yesterday. Why? Why would they do that, though? If people are mistakenly buying their excuse product, me. who cares? Excuse me, our alcohol yeah. content is not quite high enough for yeah. you to do this. That seems this. like a weird move by them, no? Does this now put them at a disadvantage when they go to sell their vodka as vodka in the future? Where, like, somebody else can be like, hey, look, ours. <laughs> 60% alcohol, that stuff. You need so much more of it to get drunk. You can't drunk. wash your hands with, with uh, their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I would also think I would also think that the alcohol that's got 60% alcohol is probably not the best to drink. Not great. No, it definitely it's doesn't taste good. probably not great. Well, good in terms of it'll what you're trying job, to do. Though, right, exactly. It'll do its job, though, right, Tommy? It'll do its job with less, with less consumption. It depends what you're trying to do. If you're just trying to wash your hands or if you're trying, trying to, to ignore the for, fact that Tom Brady's in the same building that you're right, in. Exactly. That'll get the job That'll done. That'll get the job okay. done. Fair enough. Fair uh, how, how about, how about we, we talk sports some sports? Time? Yeah. We can do sports. How about now. Everclear? That's the last suggestion I'll make. That's what uh, we've gotten two two suggestions just to use Everclear bad to wash news. your hands. That's just bad news. Sports now, Seth. Okay, Steve sorry. said sports. We're all on the same page today. Let's do sports now. <laughs> for the love of God, let's do sports. Uh, Steph Curry, he's back. The guy that single-handedly ruined the sport. He's back last night. He. What do you have against? His, Ste- hold on. What do you have, have to, against Steph Curry? Let's not do this again. Let's. I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> I don't want to get down that rabbit hole again. I. You, I know you guys don't want to get down that rabbit hole again. I really don't. Okay, go ahead. October thirtieth, he broke his hand. Hasn't played in the game since last night. He scored twenty-three points in twenty-seven minutes in a, a loss against the Toronto Raptors. Do you think it was a smart move by the Warriors to have him back for? There's 19 games remaining on their schedule. What would so they be, just set him out? What would be the reason to sit him out? It's not like you're preserving a year of eligibility. No, but you stink, and you want that number one pick, don't you? They're only a half a game from losing. So the new draft lottery is the top three worst teams in the league have the same odds for that first pick. They're a half game away from dropping to the next slot. Are with they? The York, yes, they are, with the New York Knicks. Because they were three games clear of the Cavs going into last night. 
I think I did the math correctly. I hope I did. Maybe I'll, I didn't. We, we know math is not Tommy Strong. It, it, so it double wasn't check high him. Not anymore. We'll so double check are, that. So they are three and a half games clear of the Cleveland Cavaliers to have the worst record in the league. That's what I said. Anyways, <laughs> they're going to make up ground on that. Whether it's a half game or three and a half games, they will make up ground on with uh, Steph Curry back. Yeah. Should they have just set him out and gotten the best odds, or was it actually worth bringing Steph Curry back for the last 19, 20 games of the season? Um, I think that there is some benefit to having him play in the, hey, let's make sure he's really okay, and let's get those, and let's get any jitters and concerns he may have out before. before a 10-year like, veteran needs that? No, 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 but like... There was a play last night, and I was watching the beginning of the game, um, where they were like, oh, see, that's a similar play to how the injury happened. Like, isn't it better to get that out of the way now than, like, when you want to compete next season? You know, just in case, let him know, like, he can do everything that he normally does, and there's no concern, there's no worry about, and, you know, again, what his body it, can do. Guys who are the best at what they do, and, you know, we can debate where he fits into the picture, but, I mean, you have to admit, Tommy, at least top 10 player in the NBA, I mean... Obvious. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm being generous He's, with that. Reggie Miller said last night, and and I mean, I already thought it before, but Reggie Miller saying it just kind of uh, magnified it. Best shooter in history of the league. Yes. He's the best glorified Harlem Globetrotter to ever play in the NBA. I'll give him that. You see the pass he made last night? See? It's like very early. Point. We're talking like about very his, early. His Everybody was like, it was like, it's it was like glorified Harlem Globetrotter. It was like a minute and a half in. Everybody's like, oh, what's Steph Curry gonna do? He hasn't taken a shot yet. What's gonna happen? Is his hand all right? He just goes and whips a one-handed no-look pass to. Does he do know that. his teammates? Because I don't know his teammates. Does Steph know who he played with Probably last not. night? See, this is my point about Steph. Or if you are the greatest at what you, you do, or one of the great. I mean, he's one of the greatest basketball players in the world. Top five, top ten, whatever you want to say. Greatest shooter. They they want Arguable. to play. They don't want to sit out if they if they don't need to sit out. So they want to come back. Brianna Stewart wanted to come back as, as quickly as she could. Kevin Durant wants to come back as quickly as he can. Steph wants to come back as quickly as he can. And and, and to your point, with the the top three or the the bottom three, as it were, get the top odds for the number one pick. I mean, they're about five games clear of of falling out of right. the top three. And don't make up. It'll be close. Five no, games over nineteen. They're five, they're five and a half games worse yeah. than the than the New York Knicks. That's going to be really hard to Your play. Your top five and ten half. player generously won't be able to make ground on that. Your top ten player in the nineteen games. Nineteen. It's imp- that's that's really difficult to make up that and, state, and that. that, that that deficit and, and in you're, that you're a top ten player in the league. You you're do operating that. under the assumption that the Knicks are going to stop winning games. Like I mean, they're going to win games here and there. So I you're mean, a, you're operating under the assumption that they are going to win games <laughs> here and there. They are. They are. I That's mean, they're, quite the assumption. They're Steve. winning on what a thirty-two percent clip. So one out of every three games, they're going to win. Can I list off the next six games that they've got? By the way, just to, just to put in perspective who they're playing. So they've got the 76ers playoff team. They've got the LA Clippers playoff team. They've got the Brooklyn Nets. This is playoff the Warriors. Team. Yeah. Okay. Playoff team. They've got Probably the Milwaukee. Bad. They've got the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the NBA. They've got the Toronto Raptors again. Playoff team. They've got the Pacers again. Playoff team. Like they've got a really difficult. Like they've got a difficult six game stretch here. Yeah. Then they play the the Pistons, the Knicks, the the Hawks. They're all terrible. But they play some difficult teams. It's going to be really hard to make up five and a half games in nineteen games. That's a tough ask. If he's as good as you guys say he is, he will do that. Well, he's not going to do it single-handedly. And that team sucks. No. That team is terrible. Like, did you see who he's oh, playing with last night? Really bad. Like, Marquise Chris Wiggins. was his starting center. 
They just got Dragon Bender, one of the better names. That guy's oh, a name Hall of Famer, by the way. Uh, where, who? I don't know who their small, who their starting small forward was. I had never heard of him until I had the game on last night. Just uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Not I'd a clue. Never heard of him. It's the team of mif- misfit toys, no doubt. But I still yeah. Think- but next year they're gonna add. Ste- they're gonna have Steph. They're gonna bring Clay back. They're gonna bring bring Draymond back. They're gonna have Andrew Wiggins as their fourth option, or maybe fifth, depending on who they draft. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be really good again next year. I'm glad you bring Draymond up. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Really got about it. Yes. Really? Yes. Can because you average ba- a single because, triple in your NBA because, career? Because and be a the Hall basketball of Hall of Fame is weird. Yes, he's gonna be the Hall. He of- he's gonna be. be a Hall of Famer. He won a gold medal in three NBA and, titles. And he's, he's a Hall rings. of Famer. Yeah. He shouldn't be. Um, Look at his numbers. I don't Those mean to cut you off, but we've got to get to our Papa John's Pick'em segment brought to you every week by Papa John's. If we choose the correct outcome of tomorrow's SU men's basketball game, you guys win 25% off any regular priced item on the menu. They've got individual slices, wings, calzones. They'll even cater your next event. So head on over to Papa John's on James Street for your next slice. Syracuse-Miami regular season finale. I, I think this is going to be an easy one, but... Uh, I'll throw it out there anyway. I'm going with Syracuse. And they get the five seed? And, yes. And then you and see you what move happens. On. Yeah, I mean, Miami's not very good this year. They've struggled with injuries. They've struggled uh, just in general. And, and I think that Syracuse will go down there and get the win. All You're right. not exactly going to a difficult place to play either. Right. And they, and we don't the even Watts know if they have Chris Center. Likes, by the way. Chris Likes took an elbow to the face uh, in their, their last game, that, that loss to Virginia. He's questionable. He had x-rays. We still don't have an update on, on whether or not he's going to play. And Chris Likes means a, a lot to that team. We've we just got a short period of time here, Tommy. I'll let you have the last word on the show. Coach wow. of the year in the ACC. Is it Tony Bennett? Oh my somebody God, else? please You've got five Bennett. seconds. Leonard Hamilton. It is. Lenny the Ham- the yes. ageless Leonard Hamilton. Best-looking 71-year-old on earth. We've got to go. Yes. Brian Higgins coming up next with women's basketball. Have a great weekend, everybody.